Due to the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. here and you're listening to fly on the wall podcast episode 152 welcome to the fray uh just luke is on his way back with his girls from queensland he made it there and he had a great time with his folks and now he's on his way back which is great it's been very dramatic up along the eastern uh coast of australia the last couple of weeks there's flooding there's torrential rains there's like heavy storms there's a lot of property damage, river floods, breaking banks. Um, what do they call them when the, the dams, they have to basically release the dam, you know, with the risk of it flooding. So they have to actually open it up and that causes damage anyway, like a managed kind of damage. The sluices or whatever the hell they're called. Um, it's been pretty full on. So I hope everyone all up along those areas that have been affected are doing okay. It's uh, It's been pretty crazy. So, yeah, my thoughts are with you at the moment. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be good to have uh, Luke and his girls back in the state because, quite frankly, it seemed like a pretty dangerous area of the world to go. But, you know, they're big states. You can stay out of trouble, I guess. Um, hope everyone's weekend was good. It's Tuesday here today. Uh, for a lot of you, it will still be Monday. And if you're listening to it on a different day, which you most likely will be, uh, <laughs> welcome anyway. Uh, we had a public holiday yesterday. I can't even think what it's called. It might have been Labor Day. I've lost track of public holidays. The only ones I remember now are like Good Friday, Easter, uh, no, because that's not even, Easter Monday is a day here that we have. <laughs> uh, what else is there? Christmas Day, if it takes place during the week. New Year's Day, that's about it for me. I don't remember many other days, like where they fall in the year and everything. We have a we have Cup Tuesday. It's always a Tuesday where the Melbourne Cup is run. Uh, these days we have Grand Final. It's like a Friday prior to the Grand Final being played. We come up with everything. Honestly, I hope wherever you are in the world, your government decides to give you as many excuses to have public holidays. Because for one, at one point, we had a ton at the start of the year, first three or four months. I think they understand that people um, kind of, they need that motivation to get them through the first couple of months of the year. You know, and then you're at the top of the hill, it's winter time, and you want a little bit of downward momentum. People are just barreling along. We didn't really have many. It was like we had one or two public holidays in the second half. So they came up with the, the grand final one just to appease everyone. Aren't they lovely? Um, or to get voted back in, that's probably more the point. Uh, what did you get up to over the weekend? I, because you can't answer that, so I'll tell you what I did. Uh, we had a party on Saturday. Uh, it was just in our at our house, in our garden. And it was a case of like a fight for the finish line in a lot of ways because the garden has been, for a little while now, an utter schmozzle. Um and there's there's been a lot of dirt there. There's been some half projects that have been done, weather-dependent things. I do have a dog, so she causes quite a bit of damage. And, uh, yeah, I'd set a goal a couple of weeks ago to kind of get it ready 
to be able to have you know family over for this birthday party and for my beloved's birthday party and yeah it was kind of a race to the finish line to make sure things were getting done so I don't know who out there likes to work like that but I, th- I tend to find that that's the best way for me to get things done otherwise you tend to put things off delay it you need to have a reason you need to think right I'm doing this because ultimately I want to yeah we want to hold this here or we want to have a gathering or a dinner or a barbecue or a fire so yeah we did a couple of those things we had a barbecue um, we were able to sit there under some lights under the little pergola on the new paving and we were able to have a little fire in, a, in like a fire drum, fire pit thing. And so that was great. It was really nice and uh, was the perfect weather for it, which was good. And yeah, it was, a, it was a nice experience. So I hope everyone else had a good experience over the weekend. And yeah, you're able to do something. You know, I, I often find that the best kinds of weekends have a little bit of everything. So it's like, you know, you have a little bit of a social element, you have a bit of a chill-out thing where you just don't really do much, and you have something productive, whether it's on a home level or whether, yeah, you have to do a little bit of work on the weekend, or I don't know, even if it's productive in one of your hobbies or whatever. It's nice to balance it all off, because then you look back, and when people say, hey, what you do on the weekend? So they just go, out of mouth and mate, I didn't do anything. Just sat on the ass and watch the sport. Instead of saying that, you can say, oh, it was good, actually. I had a whole range of things that I did, and, you know, you actually got something to say. Mind you, if you like sitting on your ass and watching sport all weekend, that's great, too. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Um, you don't have to speak that way, either, to be able to watch sport all weekend. It helps, um, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you can't if you don't. Now, tonight, or today, or this morning, it's this morning for me, I thought I had something that I've actually had tucked away on my my phone in my little podcast section for a little while. Uh, Luke and I occasionally like to go back and forth with things, the stuff that we don't know about but we might have been talking about and we get really excited. We go, oh, yeah, yeah, we should talk about that. Or something really random comes up in conversation. We go, actually, that should be our subject for next week. And, I mean, that's happened so many times. I can't even begin to imagine how many. Probably half of all of our episodes are done like that, where it's just a spare of the moment, like, hey, let's discuss this next week. Or during the week, Luke and I will message each other and be like, oh, what are we going to talk about next episode? Something comes up. Admittedly, Luke has a lot more of those ideas than I do because I tend to, I don't know, fluff around with my thoughts a lot. So even if it's a good idea at the time, and I go, yeah, I should write that down, remember it, it doesn't happen. I'm too busy sitting there watching sport. Um, but I, yeah, there's been a, a thing that I found. It's one of my favourite little pages on Instagram. It's uh, History Cool Kids. And there was a little kind of breakdown of some medical maladies that... Uh, you know, they, it needed a little glossary of terms because, yeah, it was from 1632 and it was like a record of all of the illnesses in London at that point. And, of course, you know, they would have been known by other names and, and they wouldn't have had maybe official titles for some of these sicknesses, more of just like a mystery uh, illness. And so it was quite an interesting read to see what they actually most likely were based on, you know, I guess 
time going past and people looking back and saying, yeah, you know what, this was most likely a, you know, a tumour or this was most likely a, um, uh, I don't know, like cholera or something like that. I think they probably had that one termed. But yeah, we'll come back and we'll talk about that a little bit, if you like. All right, I'll see you soon. I'll be back. It's Big Was here with episode 152 of Fly on the Wall podcast. Luke hasn't arrived since the introduction and this part. So, yep, you're still stuck with me for a little bit longer, you cheeky devils. And that's okay, because I'm happy to have your company. Um, If you'd like to get in touch with us in any way, shape or form, whether it's to add suggestions about things to talk about in other episodes, questions... Uh, pieces of random trivia, pieces of information you'd like us to relay to the world, uh, stuff you'd want us to have a bit of a, a giggle at and a laugh at, go for your life. We we like all sorts of conversation. We, we like to have a laugh at most things, uh, whether they're serious or not, because it just takes the edge off some of the more serious things in life. That can never be such a bad thing. Our listeners understand that by now, which we appreciate. Um, but yeah, feel free to get in touch. We have an Instagram which is Fly on the Wall Podcast 1-1, and it's got an underscore between all of the words in that title, not between podcast and 1-1. So you'll find the Instagram there. Luke is the head of that. He likes to put up some random stuff here, there, and everywhere, and he's pretty good at it, actually, I would say. You can get a bit of a chuckle, a bit of a smile. Sometimes there's something a little bit more deep and meaningful. Some of the times it's just him. And that's enough to amuse most people. And then other times it's like a, a quirky picture or a bit of a... I don't even know where he finds this stuff. He'll just think of something, I think, and then looks it up until he finds something and then uh, alters it. So have a look there. Send us something there. Follow us there. We've also got Twitter, which is at flyonthewall, PO1. And that feels really odd to do when you're completely by yourself. Um, and there's also an email that you can get in touch with us on as well, the Fly on the Wall Podcast 11 at gmail.com. Um, you can certainly send anything that you like to there as well. Like, even we like voice recordings, we like um, if you can get an excerpt of something that you find interesting or funny, or what, you know, pictures of whatever you want, video, whatever you want. Uh, yeah. And we'd be happy to take it on and make it a part of our show. So, <clears throat> before I left for the <laughs> that little break, I said that I was thinking about this little list that I'd saved a while ago <clears throat> that had some terms, like a glossary of terms from illnesses and sicknesses from London in the year 1632. And I found, and I don't know if it went, literally through 100% of them, but it gave a little bit of a breakdown about things that you probably never heard the name of before. 
Uh, so the source is History Cool Kids, which is an Instagram page, really good one. Um, they'll put up posts. I'm not sure it's every single day, but you know, every few days, and it'll just have. I don't know, like a quirky piece of information. And it's always interesting. It's always engaging. Sometimes it's relevant to current world events, you know, gives you a bit more insight. Sometimes completely, you know, different topic. And that's not such a bad thing either. Uh, Okay. Now, you'll have to forgive my pronunciation on some of these, but I'm just going to go through my list. So, agua or ague, which is a feverish illness often malaria. (laughs) So we know what malaria is. That's still in existence around the world today. I like that it's often malaria in this case, but they give it something else. Uh, Apoplex, which is a stroke. Bloody flux, which is dysentery or bloody diarrhea. Something that Luke is very familiar with. (laughs) Uh, Childbed. Uh, which is sadly death after giving birth, which I would say in 1632 there would have been quite the uh, yeah quite the numbers in comparison to today. Uh, chrysomes, death of unbaptized infant. Colic, severe abdominal pain. Now we've heard of colic in terms of babies. You don't hear it in terms of older people so much these days, but maybe. Consumption, I think, is a pretty common term, was tuberculosis. Cut of the stone, which has a little bit of a poetic twist to it, is actually death from surgery to cut out. Now, specifically death from surgery that was to cut out bladder or kidney stones. You've got the cut of the stone. He died of the cut of the stone, Um, which would have been not a very pleasant way to go. Dropsy, and swelling. I have heard of dropsy. I don't think I ever really knew what it was, though. Uh, edema, so a swelling of a body part. So some guy with a Popeye arm, you could say, he's got dropsy. Uh, falling sickness, which maybe that's obvious, but it's perhaps epilepsy or seizures. And given that most people who would have one of those unexpectedly might be dropping to the ground. They called it the falling sickness. I appreciate how obvious they were with that naming. French pox. Uh, Syphilis. Beautiful. Uh, Impostume, which is abscesses. Jawfane, lockjaw or tetanus. Jawfane sounds like a Viking lord. Lord Jawfane is raiding today. He has got a case of lockjaw. King's evil, scrofula. It was said a king's touch would cure it. I'm not entirely sure what scrofula is either. Maybe I should have researched that a tad more so I knew exactly what scrofula was. Uh, This one's kind of a sad title, but also I guess gives it a slightly different uh, leaning. Made away themselves, which was actually suicide. Uh, Miagrom which is a migraine, overlaid, which this one's not great, death of infant due to unintentionally smothering, Uh, palsy, which is paralysis, piles, I think we've all heard that term, hemorrhoids, Uh, planet, now this is an interesting one, sudden illness that was thought to occur due to the movement of planets. Hmm, interesting. I suppose at that point... 
given that uh, really they wouldn't have found that many planets. They'd maybe know of a, a few, but it would have been quite the mystery. So I suppose that those would have, in their hearts and minds, dictated behaviours and turns of events and maybe weather events and yeah, illnesses and so on. Okay, what do we got here? Uh, pleurisy, swollen inflamed lungs. I have heard of that. I think that's a common term still, to be honest. Uh, purples, bruising, makes a lot of sense once you know what it is. What it is. Quincy, uh, now it's not a dessert. It's not like jelly or quince or uh, some kind of jam. It's uh, tonsillitis. So I don't want a case of the Quincy. Rising of the lights. Lungs are not a show. Uh, lungs were often referred to as lights since they were organs that were lightweight. Rising may have referred to the rising of the chest during a coughing fit. So rising of the lights, basically some sort of chest infection then, I'm guessing. Again, a very poetic way of putting it. Spotted fever, uh, typhus or meningitis, starved at nurse, which I think yeah, is obvious uh, in insufficient breast milk, something that Luke's familiar with as well. <laughs> Love you, bro. Uh, okay, what else we got here? Okay, suddenly. That's it. That's all it says. No, suddenly, an unknown sudden death. Uh, surfeit, overeating or vomiting from overeating. That's something that I'd be affected with. Uh, teeth, <laughs> dental infection. Uh, I don't know why it says teeth. Oh, so it just says teeth as a reason. And I guess people back then, it would have been hard to have their dental uh, issues treated accordingly, um, particularly if it was very serious. So I suppose it would often get to the point where the infection would be so widespread that they would you know, die from it. Uh, thrush, <laughs> I think we all know what that is. Uh, yeast infection. Tissic, coughing due to tuberculosis. Timpani. Now, that's not a little symbol um, used in the orchestra. I think, what are they? Are they like timpanis? It's different pronunciation. This is a bloated abdomen. Now, I wouldn't take that to an orchestra and play it as part of the ensemble. They're not going to appreciate it. Uh, now, if I go back to the original one, it says about the actual cases of it uh, reported. And sadly... It's, it seems the highest number there was the one about the death of an unbaptized infant. Isn't that, that's awful to think that it was so, it was so rife there. It's 2,268. That is the highest number out of all of those uh, sicknesses that I read. And there are others that are in there that weren't broken down because you can sort of tell what the, there's measles. We know what that is. Um, murdered, which, you know what? I can't help but think that that's maybe a, a death by like of an infant by the mother. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking the wrong thing. This one's got killed by several accidents, which is killed, K-I-L apostrophe D, by several accidents. So, well, he tripped over, he banged his head, and then because he was dizzy, he fell off a cliff onto a blade. <laughs> maybe that's what it was. There was only 46 of those, but maybe those 46 were all the same guy called Jared. Maybe. Uh, 11 were caused by grief, apparently, um, that were 
Oh, what's this one? Liver grown. I'm guessing that's a swollen uh, liver. Lunatic. <laughs> I'm going to assume uh, that's a mad Frenchman. Um, and how many cases? There's only five of those. So five mad Frenchmen died, uh, which is terrible. Uh, what else is there? <laughs> Falling sickness we already covered, didn't we? Um, okay, what was another high one? Another really high one was consumption, which was the tuberculosis. So no surprises there, really. Fever, 1,108. And then it sort of drops considerably down to uh, stillborn, aged, 628, which is still lower than all of these other ones. And teeth, 470 people died because of issues with their teeth, which is terrifying. 27 from worms. Beautiful. That's something to be excited about, isn't it? So there you go little piece of interest for you. Hopefully you found it interesting. I find stuff like that rather uh, absorbing because it takes you on a bit of a journey too. So if I was to look up, say, one of those sicknesses, then I would look at what the, tr- the old treatments used to be for this, that, and the other. Um, Luke and I discussed in our Circle of Life series way back in, what was it, 60? No, we did Square of Stupidity. Circle of Life was in the 50s there somewhere. And we talked about like methods of torture, methods of execution, um, afterlife, death, etc. But an interesting one would, I think we have talked about sort of medical cures and things, and a lot of it, sadly, did involve some quite painful procedures, lancing of this, cutting off of this, draining of half of your blood just to make sure that you got rid of whatever the, the thing, the curse was that was within you. Um, personally, I've, I think you wouldn't want to get sick very often if you could absolutely help it. So there you go. There's that little tidbit of information. Now, I'm going to go and I'm going to come back again, all right, because I've got to make sure that there's plenty of time for breaks in here. And I'll see you soon. Actually, I've got a job that I've got to go to. That's actually why. That's the truth of it. I'm doing this and I'm doing it during the day when I'm high energy and high enthusiasm. And I'm always enthusiastic, but you don't always know it, whereas you know it during the day. I'll see you soon. Hey, this is Jamingus from Instagram, and you're listening to the Fly on the Wall podcast with Luke and Big Waz. Check out Jamingus on Instagram for some free stickers at J-A-M-I-N-G-U-S underscore. And don't stop listening to the Fly on the Wall podcast. Peace. Hello. Big Was back again. Part three of uh, episode 152 of the Fly on the Wall podcast. Look, it's taken place over a couple of days. And I think having uh, just Luke away for a couple of days and also probably just being left with the responsibility of trying to, rec- trying to record um, a couple of episodes has taught me a couple of things about myself, about podcasting, and probably about, I guess, the recorded medium. So whether it be like, you know, TV shows, radio stuff, other podcasts, documentaries, pretty much anything, is that it does take a natural kind of skill and energy to, to do it. Now, I'm not saying I possess that 
quite the opposite <laughs> actually quite the opposite as you can probably tell from the last couple of efforts it's just something that either comes to you naturally like you get ideas um, you are prompted with a conversation topic you've got good stories that you can you know retell and you've got a knack for being able to retell that story with a certain panache certain energy that um can be it's not for everyone you know not everyone's able to tell a good story some people have the same sort of shit happen to them every day some people have um endless experiences to be able to draw upon you know everyone has those but it's that ability to retell it and engage another person so whether it's just someone you know already whether it's a group of friends whether it's a group of colleagues whether it's a group of strangers, you've got to have a certain something. Now, personally, I don't think I possess that skill. I really don't. I think that that is highlighted by my, my, my ineptitude when it comes to doing some of the fly-on-the-wall podcast stuff uh, when it comes down to me organising it. I can certainly follow the blueprint that we have laid down, which if you could call it that, if you could call it a blueprint, you know, but there is, there is a rough order of things, you know, you, you have an, an intro, you have a body of work, you have a, a conclusion, final thoughts, as, as Luke always calls it, um, and then, you know, you, you need segues into each subject and you need some little promotional things, some cut, some sort of cut scenes, I suppose you'd call them, some promos, things like that, just to, to keep your, um, segments a little fresh like in the early days we were doing episodes and it was more just a like a recorded slab of speaking and I guess not that that's a bad thing necessarily but it gives you because we're going with unedited bodies of content uh, we don't go back in and check word for word or cut out ums and ahs and swear words or anything like that we give you exactly what's happened in that that piece of time um i guess it keeps it a little fresh if you can go away after you know 15 20 30 minutes whatever it might be and then come back because you've had a chance to nest you know perhaps refresh the topic or kind of do a bit of a reset and say okay we've kind of lost our <laughs> lost our way there um let's come back and discuss this this and this and at least there's a kind of a rough idea of where it's going to go and that's what um gives you that momentum going back into a new segment whereas you know a big piece of uh conversation can easily lose track like i've noticed it numerous times you know listening back to some of the episodes and because that's what you have to do when you don't edit it uh you go back and you just listen to it as it is you know luke will produce it and put put it together and then put it out and then i'll go back and have a listen. And sometimes you go, wow, that's just madness. We said we were going to do this, and then we've come back, and we've actually, what we've done is we've gone a completely different tangent and started discussing, I don't know, 18th century hats and completely lost sight of the actual intention of it, which is fine as well. I think that's the whole point of flying the wall. But at the same time, it, I guess it just highlights that, you know, a little bit of guidance, a little bit of a blueprint is a good thing. And that's where sometimes those ideas are the inspiration. 
and also the dynamic between two people, if not more, is really handy. Now, personally, I think Luke is, uh, you know, let's just suck him off for a minute here, but I think everyone would agree. I think Luke is a naturally engaging person who has the ability to find interest in most things and also humor in most things as well. And it's a, it's a natural thing. It's like, you can have a laugh at this. It's okay. You know, when it don't mean any harm, let's have a laugh at it. Whereas I overthink. And then by the time I've overthought something, I can't come up with something. So it's very much a kind of my, I think my inclusion in it is any uh, kind of reactionary to the conversation that we are having. And so it becomes this thing where it's easy to think of stuff when there's somebody who tends to do, uh, I'll say, a little bit more of the talking, but has a firmer idea of, of what they want to say. And also the ideas come more thick and fast and, and you can then think forward and go, yeah, actually that's a good opportunity to go into this other topic. And I respond to those things. I follow suit and you know I react to those new subjects or questions or whatever it might be. Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is, <laughs> in putting all that to, um, together for you in this third segment, is that it's taken me a couple of days to put together this episode. And I was thinking, you know, I've been thinking about different things to talk about. And obviously, uh, in the previous segment there, I was talking about those uh, ailments, oh, lots more than ailments too, deaths and, and ailments uh, from the, the 17th century in London. But, you know, these are, this is few and far between, let me tell you, folks. Uh, I think more often than not, it's something that's either very organic, but that's because of the energy of Luke, in this case, most of the time. And once in a while, if I've got a guest, because you can then direct questions, themes, um, challenges towards somebody else, and you get to see and experience the way that they might respond to how the whole podcast thing is put together. Everyone has a slightly different way of being. You might be really nervous. You might be really natural. Um, You might not want to do it at all. You might not want to say a word. You know, like people who don't want to be in a recording, you can't even ask them a question because you just go to pieces, don't know what to say, no idea what to say. Um, I think I'm somewhere in the middle of that, definitely more comfortable than what I ever used to be. But, uh, and I can certainly talk as is an indication right now. Um, But that's when I've taken the pressure off myself and I just say, let's just talk. Don't worry about, you don't have to be funny. You don't have to try and tell an amusing story. You don't have to try and, I don't know, have this whip smart sort of uh, witty roundabout kind of thing that I, I need to go through because I think as soon as I apply that pressure, that's where I can't do it. Um, and in saying that, that's that's what I'm talking about right now. That's why I've come back in and I've started to talk about this right now because I figure it is fly on the wall. People like it, I think, because, okay, yeah, you have a good laugh, but also sometimes, hopefully, we just get real. We just have a talk. I, I often think about uh, there was an episode where I wasn't a part of it and Luke did it himself. Now, for most part, I would say, you know, he does a great job even with the, the solo episodes that he's done. 
Um, you know, whether he has his missus on, whether he has one of the other boys on, whether he takes it on himself and just does it alone. There was one that he did alone that had like an, it was a bit more introspective. I don't think he realized it was going to go that way. I think he was like, okay, let's just do like a self quiz and, um, I'll just give honest answers based on, you know, whatever it might be. And I think because that's the way we do it, I think he looked something up, didn't kind of pre read through a lot of the stuff. And as was evident when, you know, a few questions were maybe a little similar or he elaborated a bit more in one part and then was like, well, I think I just sort of answered that. But it was a good episode. I enjoyed it, you know, and I've known Luke for years. And so I, I enjoyed being able to listen to, uh, a slightly different perspective on a person that I know very well. And hopefully that would be the same for you guys all listening, that you have a listen. You go, oh, this is a bit different. This is a little bit of a different take on it. Um, some people know us through different, you know, well, I know my my eldest son certainly listens, but, you know, I have my uh, a couple of my brothers who listen. Then I have, obviously, friends, and then we have a lot of listeners, you know, all over the place, all around the world and everything, that that enjoy it for whatever different thing it might offer them. And I guess, it hopefully, it offers a slightly different perspective on the people individually that we are, but then also the dynamic when we get together and, you know, just fuck about. <laughs> I think that um, there's something to be said for all types. I think that um, when I go back in my head and I think of how, I think you get a very, there's a real sense of, sorry to be kind of introspective and um, I don't think, hopefully it's not egotistical or sort of self-centered. I think it's just made me think, well, I just want to have a look at the way that I've approached this episode. So if you do listen to it, you can kind of, appreciate the differences between Luke and I as podcast hosts and, I don't know, the ingredients that perhaps make it what it is for you, what you enjoy about it as listeners. Um, you know, do you, <laughs> as soon as you realise that it's just Big Was doing an episode and just talking about myself in third person, but like as soon as you realise that it's me doing an episode, do you just flick to the other, do you just go to a new episode? You might do that. And that's perfectly understandable and okay. Um, vice versa, you might do it when, when Luke's talking. You might be like, ah, fuck this guy. I want the ones where they catch up with their mates and they just fuck around, you know, and talk shit. Or just want the movie review type of thing or just want whatever. I mean, and we've tried, uh, we've done some sort of, you know, we've messed around with characters and little kind of stories and on uh, kind of ongoing um create your own adventures as you you would recall back in the day and there was a lot of different elements to the content uh that that we used to delve into and i don't think that was for lack of other ideas or lack of faith in the conversation i think it just sort of organically became that way and then lockdown in the in the earlier uh the earlier part of it I guess, made us think more creatively. We didn't really want to just have to be talking on the phone. So we were thinking, oh, let's do some recorded content. And so we did, and it kind of became its own little thing as well. You know, where we did the Tomlinson Big Saga and all this sort of stuff. I don't think we necessarily fancy ourselves as some kind of like audio drama producers. But I think it was for us as much as it was for our listeners. I think it was just something to 
focus our attention in on. And I'm a person who I would much rather write my lines out and come up with a context for a story and flesh it out a little bit more, or, you know, even do it a couple of times and be able to delete the ones that I'm not happy with. Um, whereas I think Luke is much more organic. I think he can come in and wing it, so to speak, um, even with, you know, solo recordings <clears throat> and just do it a bit more capably because it's just there. It's just sort of free-flowing. Because, yeah, I really do have to kind of do it as a piece and then inject that in. And that's probably that's probably obvious to the people who know us better um, when you listen to some of this stuff and, you know, across all of the different ideas that we've done. So I guess it represents uh, who we are as people in when it comes to what we do as the podcast hosts as well. It's There's a real difference. And I guess that's what Luke's absence and my dependence on myself to have to, to put together the episodes has shown me or highlights to me each time. Um, yeah, I can follow the, the blueprint, like I said. If I have a guest on, it's good. I can just be like, okay, this is how we're going to do it because this is how we run an episode. Um, but, yeah, put me by myself. I get jittery. <laughs> I, get, I get quite nervous. Um, and even after 152 episodes, I can say that honestly. And I'm not embarrassed to say it. I think I a bit feel sheepish to say it. Um, but... I, yeah, I don't feel embarrassed. I think it's just a case of I needed to discuss it. I needed to talk about it, needed to say it to you guys as listeners. Um, I guess just so it stays real because otherwise, yeah, I would have stunted it. You would have suddenly heard a third segment from Luke. He suddenly interjects like, hey, I'm back and just carry away the rest of the show, which was it would be fine. And I thought, well... Let's just put record, just press record and just start talking about my thoughts on it. And I guess, yeah, it, that might be boring as batshit. Um, mind you, I'm sure there's some pretty interesting piles of batshit around there in the world somewhere, depending on the variety of bats that you like. But yeah, for most part, it might be boring. It might not grab you. But at the same time, it's, it's what Fly on the Wall is about. It's about knowing what's going on in our day-to-day a little bit. It's about having a laugh, being pretty random, spontaneous. You know, if we're picking on each other, it's funny. (laughs) You know, we don't have to take away with us and get all personal. We just have a good free-form kind of thing going on. And I think that, um, yeah, I think that that's been a good thing for me to just sit and talk about. So thank you for indulging me. I do appreciate it if you've actually gotten through the almost 16 minutes of the uh, the chat that I've had here. But yeah, I, I wanted to, I didn't want to just fill it with, I don't know, like a random topic or, I don't know, some random shenanigans about something or another, oh, guess what, this is information about this thing. Because I can do that. Like that's they're, they're they're my interests, you know, when we joke about the Cold War, <laughs> we joke about... Um, Oh, I don't know, like we've talked about DIY music and musical instruments before and the band and all this sort of stuff. And that's all great and that's fine. But it's kind of nice to be able to reflect on that together. And I think that's the point. Like it's fun to be able to kind of 
remember things and then you can correct the other and say, no, 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 remember it was like this. And Yeah, it flows then and you can build it up uh, as as people, you know, you can build the memory up as people. It's a bit more accurate that way. So, yeah, I felt that I'll just go with my thoughts on the whole thing. So you're kind of aware of my mind space today because, yeah, I wasn't feeling probably yesterday and today. I wasn't feeling particularly like high energy, um, messing around, making everyone well, not making everyone laugh. It's probably <laughs> it's probably a little more few and far between, but you know what I mean. Um, and I thought, well, how do I project that? I don't have the get up and go to to put on a face. I don't want to have to put on a face. I'd rather you get uh, a real depiction of me as I am now, as opposed to some caricature sort of thing, you know. Like, hey, it's big. Was like, yeah, okay, that's the nickname we've sort of, you know, we've given each other, and that's great. That's what personalities, I guess, have when they're on, you know, in the public eye in whatever way. Um, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm just Warren, and uh, I'm, I like to just converse. You know, I like a good chat. I like a good laugh. But I like the dynamic with other people. So. This introspective stuff probably suits me more, just sitting there, just yabbering on. But I appreciate that I've had your ear for a little bit and that you've um, you've given me the opportunity, the opportunity to, I guess, just lay my thoughts on it just out there for you to listen to. Um, yeah, I won't make any apologies about that because obviously it's up to you guys if you want to listen to it or not. But thank you if you did. Um I'm going to give you my... I'm going to go for a second <laughs> to do one of those great little promos that we like to slip in here and there. And then I'm going to come back with final thoughts. But, uh, yeah, thanks for indulging me, and I will see you shortly. Well, it's simple maths, isn't it? Fly on the Wall podcast is the shit. Yeah, as I say... It's not rocket science at all, it's just simple. Flying the Wolf Podcast is the shit. 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 Hello, it's me again, back in Final Thoughts. It's Big Was here, episode 152. Oh, sorry, it's my work phone's telling me that there's a job come through. Um, thanks for joining me for episode 152. I hope it's been enlightening. I hope it's been an okay listen and something that's maybe, I don't know, giving you a different angle. Uh, looking forward to joining Just Luke again next week. Um, be interesting to see how his how his trip was with the girls, that they didn't kill each other on the way up and back. No, you know what? I actually think it would be a great bonding experience. There you go, the Ambos. Um, and a really nice chance to, to see his parents and everything, which I know that because it doesn't happen that much, I'm sure it was really nice to be able to see them again and, uh, you know, connect like that. So I'm looking forward to seeing him. No, I've missed, I've missed the guy. I've missed the big guy. Um and I'm looking forward to 
yeah, getting back to the, I guess, the standard dynamic. <laughs> I was going to say, because I think in recent uh, recent episodes, it's been something where we've come back to a slightly more simplistic uh, rollout of episodes. It, it is more about the conversation. It is more about, I mean, yeah, we've got the odd movie review in there, a bit of a chat. But I think it's just come down to enjoying hanging out and being together again because there's it's been a lot of upheaval for everybody the last couple of years with COVID and the lockdowns and people isolating and all that sort of stuff. And, I mean, there's always something, isn't there? Now we have all this uh, horrible situation in Ukraine, you know, and really hope that, uh, look, if you're listening from anywhere affected uh, in Ukraine, or Russia for that matter, um, it's got to be pretty upsetting regardless, I think, for everybody and then neighbouring countries and anyone who's got family there and friends or anybody. It, it's it's pretty horrific. I would love to know the proper motives for it. Um, you know, and you can, you can read different things, you can read different thoughts and you can have your own ideas, but at the end of the day, uh, it'd be interesting to hear what Russian people think of everything, what their take on it is. I mean, I think we have a, a few Russian listeners, even if we have one Russian listener. would love to hear from you and see what you think. And, you know, but there's no judgment here. If you think that it's a justified thing, I would love to know why. You know, I would love to, to know those reasons. I realise there's a lot of history there between the two nations and um, good or bad, it's still history and it's taught in your schools, it's taught in your colleges, it's taught in your your history. And so I'd be interested to hear a perspective um, from a Russian listener or a Ukrainian listener and, and hear what those thoughts are, whether you type it out and you, you want to send it, whether you record your voice and you want to you share that. I'd be fascinated to know because look, we don't tend to delve into polit- uh, political uh, talk much. But at the same time, that doesn't mean we shouldn't. I think that, um, you know, when things like this happen, and if we have people that do listen to to the the podcast through that, hopefully it's a breath of fresh air and it can be just a uh, kind of directionless laugh, you know, to, to make you relax and feel a little bit like things aren't so bad. But at the same time, it's good to have thoughts from people. Sorry, I'm just opening my windows. Um to see how you genuinely feel about everything, you know, and if you're scared, if you're worried about the future, if if you're scared you're not going to see somebody you care about again, I mean, you know, that's important stuff to talk about. And I guess that's been on my mind a lot lately. I mean, there, there are lots of situations like that in the world, sadly. This is yet just another one, which is so horrible to say it like that, but it's true. It's It's another situation where... The world can't sort itself out based on uh, conversation, debate, you know. Uh, I can't think of the word. But, you know, coming to agreements, being able to work it out, compromising. Uh, there's a lot of strong um, tactics used to make points, and I'm not really sure it's ever really the right way to do it. Do you ever really learn when it's been strong-arm tactics used? I think you just come away bruised, uh, ego a little bit damaged, and uh, kind of with it. 
a lot less people that you went in with, you know, and, and broken people that are alive. And I think that that's the, the real tragedy of anything like this. The whole purpose of the thing gets lost in it. And it just suddenly becomes about hurting one another, which I think is shit. It's, it's upsetting to watch people behave that way towards each other. And, you know, I just hope that there can be some kind of peaceful outcome. People can talk to each other and come to some arrangement, you know. Peace talks don't seem to get you anywhere. I think they're just a... They're just a, there's an expectation that the world wants to hear that they're having one. That they're unsuccessful just means I don't think they went in with those intentions. You know, and I'm sorry if that probably leans a little bit towards against Russia there. But, yeah, anyway, I'll, I won't go on about that too much. But, yeah, I really hope that uh, wherever you are in the world, whatever's happening in your day-to-day, whatever dramas you're facing, that everything works out okay that you can keep smiling you can face each day hopefully in you and yeah the people that you love care about the stuff the things you do to to keep you happy and comfortable and everything all work out okay so sorry to get a bit serious there <laughs> i was gonna take it out on a nice light friendly note but you know like i said I, i'm I, i'm actually happier if you see the mood that I'm currently in, I'd rather do that. It means I can talk, so I'm just doing it. So thank you for tolerating it. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you next week, probably in an extremely different state of mind and a different mood completely um, (laughs) because I'll have me mate back and we'll be able to just have a bit of a shenanigan-filled laugh with you guys. So look after yourselves, look after those sexy goats, because you never know, they could be your saviour. They could be the ones to step in and get you out of trouble. Um, And, yeah, be nice to each other, all right, because life's not very long, and it's way too short to be nasty to one another. All right, I love you guys. Talk to you soon. Toodles!